Hey, this is Saya. This is Jay. And this is Oscar. You're listening to Nerd Spice, a show where we taste and discuss the different flavors of mainstream nerd culture. Thanks for visiting our corner of the internet, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Nerd Spice. We're glad that you can make it today. As always, the show is hosted by yours truly. I am Saya, and I'm also here with... Hi everybody, my name is Oscar. And I'm with... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jamal. Hello. But you're with us, and that's I'm with yeah, you guys. Great. I'm with one with Aquaman today. Yeah, so today we're doing another movie review, and I'm actually excited to do this one because Ooh. it's a DC Ooh. movie. Ooh. And we don't get many of those. <laughs> <laughs> we honestly don't. <laughs> we really don't. When did Wonder Woman come out? Uh, no, it wasn't Wonder Woman. It was Justice, Justice League. League. November Justice 2017. Don't bring it up. Oh! It's been 13 months since that movie's come out. I mean, I don't yeah. remember what I said in the review. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot has changed with Justice League, but today we're focusing on Aquaman. So now we're able to move forward in the DC universe, and Aquaman is the sixth entry for their new universe that started Excuse with me? Man of Steel. Yeah, it's the sixth one for. With, We've done six movies already. With Man of Steel included. Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Batman, Batman v Superman. Superman Wonder, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Well, Suicide Squad after Batman v Superman. That's Wonder Woman. You forgot Suicide Squad. <laughs> that's the one. I that's forgot. what you blocked like, out of your memory. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one right. you forgot. We're not getting into that. We're here. It for should Jason stay Malone. forgotten. <laughs> we're here for Jason Momoa today. But yeah, today we're doing a review for Aquaman, and so let's just get right into it. First of all, a lot of people. I don't even know if a lot of people really expected a movie like this to get made because it's not a character that you're used to, like. Batman, Superman, even mm. Spider-Man on Marvel's fence. Yeah, at least what, like, but, people knew about Aquaman, but what Jordan, like our friend Jordan, what she brought up a lot was that everybody made fun of him. Yeah. So yeah. they knew of his existence, and they knew that he, he was there, but he was more of a mockery. He was there for a quick joke, but he was never taken like seriously. Yeah, so like a lot of, no, I don't even think a lot of people figured this movie would get made because of the supposed zaniness of Aquaman. I wonder if they hoped for it after they saw Justice League. You think you're saying, or maybe they wanted wonder, his film after they saw him in Justice League. I thought he was already being planned, like during Justice League. Like, was he planned? Was he in any of the movie before? I don't, he was he in was any in, of the movie. He, he was, he was in Batman v Superman. Yeah, he was in for the, the one games. clip. Yeah, for the one clip. And that but one clip they actually saw him in Justice League, so yeah. they might have been yeah. like, "Hey, let's get this guy a movie," you know? So they that might have brought him to light. If, usually, when it comes to comic book characters with the general public who don't you know really dive into comics or don't know anything outside of Batman and Superman, once they see them, they want more of them, generally. Just kind of. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, like, if they see them, they want more. And, like, when they saw uh, uh, William Smith's uh, Deadshot, he had a big thing going on for, like, two seconds. <laughs> so they're like, oh, my God, forget my movie by himself. It's Will Smith. And I was like, no. <laughs> movie by himself. You know, people wanted more of the Joker, but he's common. And, you know, now that we're getting in, Getting out of the the you know the massive stand bubble. the stand heroes get out of Batman finally get back into Superman movies that's cool but I'm just glad we're getting more superhero movies in general so yeah that's cool. I mean mm-hmm. I like what DC's doing right now with Aquaman we have Aquaman Shazam's coming up in a few months yeah. and then we'll get Wonder Woman again I'm excited for that but then we're also getting Birds of Prey and so I want them to explore more characters outside of the big two Aquaman is the First one up, post-Justice League. We're now out of that era and all that debacle. And so we're moving into a new time. 
with the DC movies. So this movie pretty much gives an overall story of Arthur Curry, starting with his parents, Atlanta and Thomas, and how they met, and then eventually how they came to be a happy couple. And then they had Arthur, but Arthur being of two worlds, you know, he had to deal with like the worlds of humans. And then later in life, he had to deal with the world of the Atlanteans. And so Mira comes to him and marries a princess from one of the kingdoms called Zebel. And she comes to him and she's like, you know, we got to get this guy pretty much dethrone him and the guy's Orm played by Patrick Wilson and Orm is the current king and he was the second son of Atlanta Orm. and his younger brother yeah his younger brother so he's the younger brother of Arthur and things aren't looking too great in Atlantis like everything could be better but Orm is trying to defend his country in the way that he sees. In his way, it's a little more brute force. And with Arthur, Arthur's like, well, I'm not really part of that. Y'all you know, do this you... down here. <laughs> we up here. If he come up here, then we can see him. <laughs> but you asking me to go to your whole other country. His goal was pretty much, you know, letting the surface world know, hey, we're here. You know, you're destroying our homes. Yeah. And if you don't stop, then I'm going to retaliate. And so Mara... And Volko, who's played by Willem Dafoe, went to get Arthur and pretty much say, you know, we have to get him off the throne. And because you're the first son of Atlanta, you have the right to the throne, pretty much. The movie <laughs> is them pretty much going to find the trident that belonged to the first king, Atlan. And once he gets the trident, then he goes back to face Orm and take his rightful place as king. So that's pretty much a brief summary. The movie was very straightforward in what it was trying to do. It wasn't heavily layered. Like movies such as Batman v Superman and Man of Steel, it was you got it. Simple enough. Yeah. Okay, that's not saying necessarily yeah. that it's bad. Like right. just because it was simple doesn't mean it's bad. When we say simple is like it had a straight path, but again, if your delivery is good, then it won't be a bad thing. Obviously, right. You went in, and the movie pretty much told you what you were getting right. as you were sitting there. Exactly. And like Mo was saying, it's not a bad thing. Let's jump into characters. So, Jason Mo, why don't Momoa. you start? <laughs> Jason, Jason Momoa. I liked a lot of things. Aquaman. <laughs> I liked a lot Aquaman. of things about Jason Momoa. What were some of your favorite moments? He was a good character. Most of the time during the movie, he was just playing it. This is a new take on Aquaman because usually, generally, he's like really like, I want to say serious. He does crack a couple jokes every day, but he's more like, but in this movie, he's more, more of the bro. And I kind of knew that going in, so it didn't really take away too much. However, I really liked his character. I liked his whatever growth he had. He had a little bit of growth throughout the movie. I mean, he was more so, I'm not fit for this. And then when it hit like almost directly half the movie, let's do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's do it full throttle, you know? And, and that's okay. He was simple to the point. I'm trying to get the point A to point B or C in the middle. And it was great. Um, in terms of his fighting scenes, he does his fighting scenes really well. Really good. I don't know if he but, had son coordinators or stunt actors in his place hmm. i don't know i didn't i didn't up. notice it you think they he did, did a good job of stunts well he did, well i mean of course some scenes he might have had stunt people but yeah in the movie there wasn't a lot where you needed more stunt people i didn't I don't notice think. it mm. i'm pretty sure they have like the hand-to-hand combat type stuff i yeah. feel like he did by himself and so yeah but the like the underwater and atlantean fights with him and Orn and stuff like that that's probably animated but um, well, yeah, I, th- I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. It's probably a little bit of both. Both as, a, as an overall actor, I think he's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's not like my favorite. He's not bad at all. He's pretty good. He's very neutral. Man, I don't really have any opinion. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's a very straightforward character. I mean, I, there was no. I didn't get that much depth from him because I kind of, I kind of saw the direction they were going in with him. Like, uh, Rebel, I'm not into this hero stuff. You need to go look somewhere else. But you're our only hope. 
all right, I guess I'll come along on this <laughs> journey. Then he realizes he likes girl B more. <laughs> and then he's like, actually, this seems like a very meaningful, you know, journey. So now I'm changed a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to do this and blah, blah, blah. So since I kind of expected that, I didn't really get that much depth from him. But him acting in general, acting out that role was pretty okay. A B. I give him B. A B. A B. For his acting, or like his, his overall character. Are you grading each actor? <laughs> I probably will. Why not? Oh it doesn't take too long for me. What y'all think of him? Yeah, I thought Jason was a pretty uh, interesting take on on Aquaman, and I think he was he was a pretty good actor for this for what they were going for because he kind of balanced the line between serious and goofy, and he wasn't goofy where it was sarcastic and pandering. Like some superhero sarcasm can be really insulting at times, like. Just by trying to be jokey around the whole concept of a superhero, just the whole concept of saving the day and stuff. They're like, oh, you expect me to jump out there in a spandex outfit and like save the day? That's stupid. You know, that's kid story. And it's like you're watching the superhero movie like, wow, yeah, this is kid stuff. This is stupid. But he never really touched that point of like heavy sarcasm. He was just like, I don't think it's realistic for me to be king of an entire country that I was never a part of and that also sacrificed my mother. You know, he touched he he talked a lot about that like how his mother got sacrificed by Atlantis and he didn't agree with their ways. I think Jason himself just is that kind of person that can balance out the serious aspects of the character with um whether that's like his relationship to this country and his relationship to his mother and his people or the the more fun kind of absurd aspects of Aquaman kind of like everybody used to make fun of him because his power was talking with fish yeah. or you know he was kind of incompetent in some ways in Atlantis because he just didn't know what Atlantis was and it didn't come off as like him being dumb it was like understandable that he wouldn't be familiar with that right. and I think Jason as a person really encapsulated that without making without and taking they, me out and know? they gave him like a reason to too because he was like they killed my mother he thought yeah. they had killed his mother for a long time so they were like uh I'm not bad it's just in Atlantis I'm getting fish <laughs> yeah <laughs> my face like yeah killed my mother so they gave him a purpose too so he did he did all of his like tropes very well. All of them. He did a very good job. Good job, Jason. I thought Jason did pretty well in the movie. Like not saying that I didn't think his acting credibility would be up to par. Yeah. Because the only thing I really saw him in was Game of Thrones yeah. for like that one season is Kyle Drogo. And even then, like he didn't really have a lot of speaking lines. I think he only had like maybe two or three lines right. throughout that one season. I didn't know much of anything else as far as where his acting creds came from, but. I feel like in terms of this movie, he really grasped the character of Arthur in terms of being a fish out of water. No pun intended. Oh my God. But Good job. <laughs> Great job. He, he really embodied that and took it to a level where it was relatable, but it wasn't over the top. And I think, like Oscar was saying, he really balanced the serious moments and the comedic moments. So when they were needed, he had it. There were serious moments that he excelled in. There were comedic moments that he excelled in. And I thought he was really good. What did you guys think about Mara? Beautiful, beautiful gowns, beautiful everything. <laughs> Yo, she she did have hair. a beautiful gown. There was a beautiful there was, gown. There was a lot that of jellyfish beautiful gowns. Gown. She was a whole Was it jellyfish? Yeah. When she said, stripped that mess off. Bitch, I want to be a jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> I said it looked like a shrimp platter. She looked like, what? 
And then like I was telling like when I was telling guys like when when they just like pan to her during the ceremony but when they were about to fight when uh uh um Aquaman where Arthur and Orm I keep want to say Orm because I play League of Legends and they have a character named Orm and I keep wanting to say that shut up Orm this is nerds when they were when they were when they were fighting and they just pan to her and she was like what are you doing I'm like how y'all not gonna give her no entrance for this outfit though I'm sitting here I'm sitting here baffled that she looks like this. And y'all just gonna cut to her talking like it ain't nothing. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this amazing, this amazingness. But no, her, she had a lot of fierceness. And this also, we can all agree that this is the wig Star Power should have gotten. <coughs> but <laughs> we're not, we're not there. going there. We're not going there, but yeah. I just thought it would make a note that this is the wig Star Power should have gotten, <laughs> even though. But um, it was animated beautifully. Uh, her as a character, I don't I was just amazed by her beauty. I kind of really <laughs> took away from me actually analyzing you her as a person. You weren't even paying attention. You were I wasn't. Like, she was, remember she was playing the flute on the boat? She's like, <laughs> oh, did I steal this? Like, <laughs> like come on. Like, she was really yeah. good. And uh, I liked her, you know, her want to save her country yeah. and her willingness yeah. to throw everything away for this random Jason Momoa who doesn't care anything about it. That's how determined she was to get her country. So I felt that, you know, she like... Just took him out of the whole competition and blah 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 this blah blah that. I didn't really feel their love all like that. And I will say that that Oscar kickstarted that thought for me too because <laughs> I didn't even realize I wasn't thinking about it until he said it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't really feel it too much, even though. But I also blame it on me knowing that they would end up together anyway. I knew they were going to do that at some eventual yeah. point, but you could have presented it a little better. But it it did feel a little rushed. I think it's just for my knowledge on the matter of them both. In the, just in general but if it was some yeah. other movie where they only met for a weekend it's like I love you and I'm just like uh <laughs> don't you want to take this over the course of something else I didn't really see the romance connections like you guys are saying so I'm agreeing with you in a sense of like their romance did seem a little forced but at the same time I didn't really see them as a couple at the end i just saw right. it as like a yeah, you know we them. kind of uh, we kind of like each other long kiss in the middle of a battle i mean yeah, yeah it was know. the long kiss but i feel like that was expected because it is a you know action movie yeah, so you expect the, the romance the in there yeah. but i just saw it more as like you know i think we kind of do like each other and i think the moments when they were in italy really solidified that I so i didn't have mm. much of an issue like towards the end because that italy scene worked for me and we only like, weren't we working with like our our definition of like love is humans and stuff like that they yeah. don't went across the whole globe fighting for this stuff i think i'd probably fall in oh love if God. i had a partner with me <laughs> you had to go across <laughs> the entire country right and they both attracted which is like we sit here we deserve a reward get over here like oh my god can you blame them <laughs> no, my my main issue with it was like she was a very interesting character to me, and she started seeing Arthur as just a tool in her plan to get Orm out of the throne. Oh, and right. I always I, I kept thinking that you know, um, part of me was like, why doesn't Mero just take over the throne? It's like obviously she doesn't have the right to. She's not part of that kingdom. Yeah, oh, I want to talk. She's to part of another kingdom or whatever. But she didn't really see Arthur as anything other than a tool and not like in a, in an offensive sense but just in the sense that she needs him to get to her accomplishment and i like that aspect of her she was focused on the miss- mission she was focused on you know her country and then there's the huge implication of her betraying her uh king orm and her being a, a traitor to the entire underwater kingdom where's my human sword <laughs> <laughs> 
basically. But I like how they were like, like in, in addition to what you were saying with how she can't just take over the throne herself. Could she have? Could she be Orm? Maybe she did. Not. For a second, she, she she did that little water turbine. And she oh, yeah, she him. did put him out of commission, but I think she could have sent it. him into he the, into the lava it, so pool, and the, he could have just been in the lava. That, that was a lot of help. She, he didn't expect that. But the fact that she could do it, period, had yeah. him. Like, I mean, she took him out of water. She, was, <laughs> she technically could have married him, and then mysteriously, there yeah. could have been like regicide or something. Uh, poison? <laughs> but no, I like how they I like how everyone is like for their country. Like even yeah. if they don't like somebody, if they came back with the ancient trident, they'd be like, Oh I right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you, is. but alright. Yeah. <laughs> He's our king now. You better shut up. Go <laughs> get that work. <laughs> I thought Mar- I thought Amber Heard did a really good job as Mara. She um, did a really yeah, good job. She was she was the character that's like, you know, we don't really know each other and I don't care that we don't know each other because this guy has to leave and you just happen to be the first son of the queen that we all that's think a is dead. big deal. So you're yeah. kind of first in line. Let's yeah, go. so it's like I just need you to do this thing. And I'm, like Oscar was saying, it wasn't like an offensive type thing. It's just like she loved her people so much that she just felt it was the right thing to do. And that involves breaking up the, I want to say they called it the Ring of Fire, the yeah. tournament in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that What's involved her. Called the Ring of Fire? That's what I'm saying. I don't oh, know. Oh, you don't know. Uh, but like Challenge of Kings or something. Yeah, something like that. The Ring of Fire was the literal Ring of Fire. Out of it. <laughs> there was another huge. Well, there was still a ring. There was still a ring of fire. It was the biggest lava pool. But she, you know, she broke it up. She pretty much manhandled the king for this guy that nobody really knows and they just call him a half-breed and so that just shows that she really cared for her country and i like that they brought it back you know with her talking to arthur and she's like you know i rebelled against my people i can't just go back because i did this but she was still determined to get the mission done and so i think amber did a really good job she sold the scene she's mirroring my eyes yeah she's yeah she was mirroring the trailers yeah i was like look at her she battles well. She got a hold of that wine. Her it was over. Why she stabbing <laughs> like that? She was she taking a breath, <laughs> breaking the helmets. No, she's good. And that whole one shot scene, that trailer scene. How do we feel about Orm? I love Orm. I'll just, I'll <laughs> just, I, I'll just I say, really liked him. Patrick Wilson really took this role. Yeah, and he made did. it his now, own. Let me tell you something. Like I've seen him in other movies. Like I saw him in uh, the movie with Samuel L. Jackson. Mm. He was in. He was in The Conjuring. He was. Yes, in, he was in The Conjuring. He was in Watchmen. I um, did so. not expect him to be in this. <laughs> like when I saw him, I didn't because you know I don't watch trailers that much. Um, when I saw him pop up, <laughs> I just squinted. I just was like, uh, <laughs> can oh. he play this role? And uh, he did. <laughs> not saying I'm like. Not surprised that he's in it, but he was in the Conjuring movies, and those were made. And I think the first two were directed by James Wan. I mean, that's and so fine, James did this movie. Yeah. It was so, a different type of movie. Yeah, but sense, I'm but I'm just thinking more like an actor director type relationship yeah. maybe where it's like he, you know I'll follow. Maybe you. Maybe he was do doing this. like an advisory position, like the position William Defoe was in. I could see. I saw that's the type of actor I saw him as more. But the fact that he's doing this action scene that he has range. That's great. Good job. He did a good job as the villain. I, I just really love Dorm. And to me, being a Zod fan, like from Man of Steel, not saying he was on the same level as Zod, but like he was really, he's up he there. Gave he, he, he gave us Zod feel. He gave us Zod feel. I mean, they, they, was on, they was on the same level of evil. Like, get out of my way. 
I am good at what I, just, I do. I like it. I really liked Oscar's scene. Oscar was talking about him with the scene. Like that was a real dominant scene. And that was where he really showed his desperation. I mean, having a submarine come and fake a little attack or whatever. That's basic standard <laughs> villain. That's shit. child's play. But he like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I killed your king. <laughs> it was like, good. I don't like, care if I gotta kill your king. I don't care right. if I gotta kill your queen. Right. I'm and go he did everybody. it. That was that was his moment of desperation. He got his army, and he was just like. I like his progression getting more villainous. I liked his confidence throughout the movie. Like, yeah. Every time he was on screen, you knew that he was selling confidence. Yeah. And I mean, why wouldn't he? He's the king. He sees Arthur as a threat and he's going to do what he has to. To a good testament to that, too. Take over. When he's like, he commands the, what was it? What were they called? I want to call him the Thrall because, again, I'm playing Destiny. I've got games in my mind. Oh, the. What were they called? The. The trench. The oh, trench. Trench. Yeah, the, the trench. trench. The trench boss. He was like, he commands a trench. And he was like, impossible. And he went straight in. And they didn't touch him. Like, that confidence. The confidence that he has. It created a barrier. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that's what literally happened. But yeah. It seemed like that. You know, I don't want you to think I'm dumb. But, <laughs> but yeah, was, it was really good. He did a good job. I like Patrick Wilson. I think he's a great actor. And I wasn't surprised that he took the role. It's just. It seems out of place from his other filmography. From, from his I just didn't. Know, I didn't know what I was gonna get. Me neither. And in, in the trailers, in the trailers, I was getting a Zod feel, and I got a Zod feel in a movie, so I'm satisfied. I thought it was really great, and I'm glad that he didn't die at the end of the movie. Yeah. I, I, I definitely want to see him come back because I mean, Ocean Master is still alive in the comics. Like he plays more roles in different stories, so I definitely want to see him come back. Ocean Master. His turn, his change of heart. I'll say at the end after he saw. Atlanta is interesting. And at first, I think Jordan and I were talking during the movie and we were like geeking out because we were like, oh man, he's going to kill his mother because that's what happens in Throne of Atlantis. The animated movie. He killed his mother. Oh. And so we were like, oh, is he going to like kill his mother? Like, what's about to happen? But, like, you love a half-breed. But no, he was like... That's some Game of Thrones. He fe- not saying he felt remorseful, but seeing his mother definitely affected him. And so I'm curious to see where his character goes Whenever they make a sequel, if they make a sequel, I'm sure they're going to do a yeah. sequel. I think, I think in terms of like character progression for him, I kind of see he started off hating Arthur because he was the person, like he was the reason why their mother was dead. So he never got to see, like, I don't think he had that close a relationship with his mother. And then they sacrificed her and he was probably very young. And that was like his whole motivation is he hated Arthur because they killed her. And I think now that he sees that his mother loves Arthur and that's going to affect him and maybe lead up to the point where he actually kills her because he's going to be like, so you actually do love this half-breed monster who kicked me out of the throne even though he's not from Atlantis and he, you know, did all of this terrible thing. He's going to let the surface dwellers pollute our oceans and stuff. So maybe that's going to be his next step in in character development. He's going to start resenting his mother uh, and maybe eventually actually kill her like like he does in the movie. Um, that, that would, would be, be interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah. I would love to see that. I would love to see Patrick really embody I that. Kill his mother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> Game of Thrones this shit up. You know, <laughs> let's do it. That would, that would be a very interesting moment. Yeah. How'd you feel about Manta? You already know how. I feel Black. About Manta. Manta. Well, so my opinion's a little different because we pretty much knew that he wasn't going to be the main villain. So I didn't really expect to get a lot out of him. But the stuff that we did get out of him, I could have used a little more connective tissue. So we saw the scene where 
he's interacting with Orm and you realize everything's all set up. You know, I could have used a little bit more of that, you know, how did their relationship start? Maybe having a scene of him actually in Atlantis and they have like a breathing mechanism for him to be down there. And you kind of get more of this backstory in terms of just his overall connection with Atlantis. I just wanted to see more of that in terms of the relationship. I liked seeing him. I liked the suit. The suit was really great. Any action stuff, the set pieces and Cecily, I thought was really great. Mantle is just a character where you know he's coming back for a sequel, so you're not going to see a lot of him he's in the living, first movie. But they could have done a little bit more. He's a living by the exposition. He was an exposition piece. <laughs> That's all he did. He was just moving moving things around. But I mean, him as I did want more depth. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Because honestly, like he is a big villain for Aquaman. All right. So I expected him to get a lot more. I hate to say respect, but I just feel like he didn't have that much of it. Like, honestly, I literally forgot about him. I said, oh, yeah, when y'all brought him up. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, he was in this movie, wasn't he? You know? And I, you can keep some, I just think of a way, like, you could have, you could have gave him, like, you gave everybody else a, a mini flashback and an explanation. You could have given him some little half rinky dink animation about him and his, dad or why or not him and his dad but you know how he got into the whole pirate business pirate business yeah. or his qualifications like what are you like i mean they could have they could have put it in the dialogue a little bit but i didn't see a lot of opportunity for them to either they had to focus on orm yeah. and orm was developed so well they couldn't spend that much time in a minute i need to see, make these movies longer it but, was but that's yeah that's what i'm saying it's like the movie's already two hours and some minutes i could have used maybe another 10 minutes with like some manta stuff and you know you can spread it like throughout the movie it doesn't yeah. have to be 10 full minutes by itself so i'm, but, I'm guessing they're going to make up for what they didn't do in this film in the next one but it was interesting that they started out the movie with the manta stuff and yeah, i mean it, it yeah we get these people yeah. it makes people think that he's going to be the villain yeah because like something something so tragic happened to him and then you know you're just like you're not necessarily waiting on him to come back but you're thinking oh we're gonna get more of that huh and then you get orm and then mara and then blah, 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 and they introduce him back in the end you're like oh yeah he's alive <laughs> oh not for long yeah <laughs> he got bowled and was out of commission for the rest of the movie but um yeah. I mean, I, I expect more, but I'm not going to necessarily take off too much for that either because I get why he's there. I get, yeah. I know yeah. who he is, but other people might not. So you just kind of quickly like showed him, made him do some cool blasts. I think he could have been a little bit more of a developed character if his motivations were beyond just trying to kill Aquaman. Like like Jamal said, sure. like why is he a pirate? You know, why why did he get into this business beyond what, what his father wanted? Because it seemed like his grandfather and his father did the same kind of stuff. How did he end up working with the Atlanteans? How does he feel about them? Right. I if if he had given a piece of just a monologue. It could have been like a little dialogue about like you fish people think you're so superior to the surface dwellers, right. but you can't even do this or that. Or it's like, or maybe add some complexity to the relationship he has with the uh, Atlanteans and be like, well, why don't you help the surface dwellers be better instead of trying to attack us or something? But he was just so focused on killing Aquaman, killing like, literally Aquaman. killing. Like, Give me the Aquaman. I don't like, want money. Like I'm just like that's all he okay, cared about. Go back to your crew and explain why you don't like Atlantean, so we can see your monologue. <laughs> yeah. So we can see why you are so passionate about this. Because I mean, yeah, he could just have more. I want more. I don't know what more. I want, but yeah. I want more. It was that. That would have been like a, an interesting scene to see him with the rest of his crew. If there were any more crew, I don't know what happened to them. But he could have yeah. been like these Atlanteans think us surface dwellers as stupid. Yeah, because it's not but, like this is first encounter with. Atlanta yeah. because he said, "Oh, 
uh, we've been waiting for you or even looking yeah. for you. So they run into him or some other Atlantean before they know of their existence. So you understand why Manta wants to fight, but it's not deep rooted necessarily. Like there's not that much death besides his father dying. And I mean, his father died because it was his father. Yeah. His father forced him out. Like they both could have stayed down there. He could have tried to get him out, but his father basically told him to leave. I don't know why the bomb influenced him. If he was going to drown anyway. Oh, well, he didn't want to drown. He just wanted to. Try to save him, but yeah, it like, obviously was not working. And well, plus, like, you need to scare your son away from you or else he's going to stay there and then he's going to run out. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you want to drown trying to lift this torpedo off my leg? Or, you know, I'm just going to make this decision for the both of us and you're going to swim away from here. I'm assuming this grenade. I'm assuming where they were in the submarine, their ship was right above. Because he was climbing up the ladder, yeah, and you saw the bomb. You saw the bomb go off in the submarine, but I think he was inside his ship at the time. I could but be no. Wrong. He was in the. It was just a. It was he a was small the, grenade. It wasn't enough to blow up like the ship. Like the ship, they made it seem like the ship was going to explode. Like he was. Yeah, they did. <laughs> that was long. I thought the whole ship was going to explode, but it was just in that little container. He was climbing okay. up to his to his ship, and then he flew off. Yeah, and I mean, looking from the father's perspective, it was the smart thing to do. It's like, like get out of here, you're going to struggle. So, yeah. were there any other characters that we wanted to hit on? Not really. I mean, yeah. Atlanta had a small role. Well, not a small role. She had a big role, but um, she had we a only big saw role a little like, bit of her. Yeah, she had a big role in, in the in the legend that she embodies, kind of like in the in the memories that Arthur has of her and the um, whole motivation for everybody, mm-hmm. right. um, she, what she symbolizes. But she was there for a few scenes. Nicole Kidman did a great job. She I really think did. it's so funny. Like, well, you were here for 20 years. Why did you come back? Did you see them darkness? Yeah. <laughs> you want to go back? <laughs> want to go back without the trident? Did you have fun? No. Like, if there was anybody I was surprised that did this movie, it was Nicole Kidman. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, I I don't see Nicole don't Kidman see doing, doing something it. like this. Yeah, you know? she did a whole fight scene. The only reason why I saw Patrick Wilson doing Orm is because he was Night Owl in Watchmen. And that's another superhero yeah. movie. Even though that one's more realized and this old. one's more like yeah. fantastical. You know, I, I wasn't did, I, did, I wasn't I surprised because I mean they're still related in the sense of like they're in the same genre. Yeah, so I know he like likes it, you know. But like Nicole Kimmon, of course we saw her she in Big Little Lies. I was and like, so, Nicole, do you even know who Aquaman <laughs> is? I'm she was doing it in the vision yeah. of her husband from Big Little Lies. She was just excited to do it because it's like a warrior queen and, mm. you know, she got the fight and stuff like that. So, that I mean, kudos to her. I did not like any yeah. of her outfits. You didn't like her really? outfits? You didn't like the white scales thingy? No. Especially really... after they found her? You didn't like the That was what I really didn't like. No, skeleton, post-apocalyptic, dinosaur land. not work for her. You didn't, you didn't like that shawl at the end? That shawl. <laughs> no, I didn't. Where the fuck did she no. pull that from? Who no. did her hair? No. I thought they exactly. Right, her. exactly. And she's out here looking amazing. She, she had the fish do it while she was flying up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's jump out of characters for a minute. What was your favorite scene? I think the final battle scene for me was just a great King Arthur shows up. King Arthur. Oh, I get it now. Oh, I get it. He's King Arthur. He <laughs> pulled the trident out of. He pulled the trident out of. How the did stone. you not? Get it? Like how, how he put the sword out of yes. the stone? Yes, Arthur's the Wow, that's stupid. <laughs> it's <laughs> that not is... dumb. They're it's wow. literally They're it's literally a Thurian legend. Yeah. yeah, that's cute, I guess, but no, I'm I'm blown. Okay. Um that was yeah, the final battles was awesome. I really liked that. Um and and just like a little moment that I really loved was when King Orm went to talk to the fishermen, the fish people. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you don't, he, he called them like flaccid philosophers and lazy thinkers or something. <laughs> I want to use that. 
And then he stabbed the king, and he was like, long live the queen, so what are you going to do? And she's like, 12 or something. You want 500 or 6,000? Yeah. <laughs> Put it on a check, and we got it for you. I love that scene, because usually a lot of antagonists don't go there. Usually they're like, hmm, okay, I'm going to scheme some other way and, and get my way eventually. But no, he went straight to the kill. I did. I did like that when he stabbed the king, and then the queen was like, my king and he's like the king is dead like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he, he was like i mean he's dead so yeah. my queen what are you gonna do <laughs> my favorite battle scene was probably them when they first start off their fight after they came from the ring of fire their first battle that scene was my favorite battle scene i like the sequencing the choreography was great the the uh the skill level of them both as fighters was great my favorite scene well not favorite scene but my favorite non-battle scene was when Arthur was getting the trident. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his interaction with the beast that was protecting it and his realization that he was just some chump and I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to well, not just some chump, but I'm trying to I'm trying to do what's right. Fun Let fact. me through, you ugly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, fun fact. Fun fact, the beast is played by Mary Poppins herself, Julie Andrews. That's the voice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go see that Mary Poppins movie now. <laughs> that, that's she's what makes me want to see it. Um, Wait, what? She's not in it. It's the original Mary Poppins. No, it's a sequel. It's a sequel, but it's Emily Blunt, not Julie Andrews. Not saying Emily Blunt's bad. We love Emily Blunt. I'm I mean, just well, saying Julie Andrews is not in the Andrews. movie. I didn't even see the trailer. I just knew it was. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who was in it, but really, <laughs> that's funny. But the Beast itself. Saying it's been there for millennia. Just the type of dialogue they, between the two. I like stuff like that. Like, I haven't eaten in a millennia. She wrecked this man. If he don't like you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feast she on you. She called him a mongrel half-breed. She, she, called, was, she, she was, was saying that under her breath, though, because she didn't know he could speak to animals yeah. before all that. So she was calling yeah, him yeah, all these that, names. I was, I was and getting she to was that. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I was getting to that. Like, the fact that that whole dialogue wasn't, you know, it was just her speaking. And then she was like, oh, you'll speak my tongue? And it was like, Daenerys? Dracarys? <laughs> Give me my trident. <laughs> so, I really, I really like that. I like scenes like that. Like, self-realization scenes or, you know, like the, the last leap to this quest that we've been doing. This was the last leap and he had to do it alone. He was alone and he came to the realization himself. He didn't have any help. He just found his mother. He was feeling this overwhelming, feel like he was feeling this overwhelming type of macho-ness like i need to get this trident and you're not going to stand in my way and the beast was like i and he ended up controlling that beast too that was the beast that came from underground right yeah 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 so are there any more scenes yeah the third act was pretty you know in yeah. battle scene i think the the beginning was a little was a little bit clunky for me just because i didn't know where to land in this movie yet like they were trying to introduce us and like it started That's with good. exposition yeah and it started kind of like a storybook and i was like okay right. it was like it was like because i was i was saying I think I was thinking to Oscar. Oscar said next to me. I was like, oh, that's a corny line. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's a corny. I was like, oh, I got it. was really corny in the beginning to me. And I was just like, oh, yeah, you, you like leaned over and you was like, this is really corny. And I'm like, yeah, this is how it happened. Like, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just like, I mean, because it's like, it's like, I, I can't say I go in and don't expect a comic movie to be corny, but that was like, 2002 corny. But which one, which one were you talking about specifically? Well, he was just the whole uh, submarine scene. That's where most of the corniness happened for me. But it oh, died off was like, when they started telling a story about his... Yeah. What did he say? No, Permission he was, to he come just, aboard or something? Permission to come aboard. Like, that was the guitar. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was here for... <laughs> like, excuse me? And then, like, he would yeah. like, hit somebody and then like turn around really slowly. Oh, 
did you come here on a like, like, shot? What? <laughs> I was just like, come on, dude. But it was, it, it, it was funny. It didn't me. stay like that, or if it did, I got used to it and I ended up yeah, liking it. But why, it like, wasn't really beginning. that. It was at the beginning. I was just like really noticing it because, like I said, I didn't know where to land. I was like, well, I don't know what to really expect out of James Wan. Mm-hmm. I kind of know his directing stylish, but and I don't really know where how corny this is going to be or how how action filled or how bro this is going to be. But I'm gonna try to be open. There wasn't too much bro actually. He was very bro. He was very bro. Him, but just the, him. Movie, I, the movie yeah. didn't feel bro. Yeah, not the movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about him more specifically. Because yeah. he was the one producing the corny lines. And then the, <laughs> and then the corny interaction, how- the really corny and quick interaction between Manta and his father. I didn't like all of that either. Yeah, like that honestly, if very... he didn't stop you, he wouldn't have gave you that knife and stuff like that. Like it wasn't natural. It didn't feel natural. It just yeah. feel like let's get let's rush Manta's story in here real quickly. And then continue with the fight scenes. That's what I felt when they was on a submarine. Like all of that was just rushing. I was like, "This isn't natural. I'm not liking this right now. I hope they change it." And <laughs> yeah. then when the fight scenes came, I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> that it's was like really it's good. like imagine you're one of the henchmen who are like, "Oh, this is intense. We're killing people." And then over there, you see your boss like, "Let me tell you a story about your grandfather." <laughs> and you're like, "Are we on a mission or right. is there like a time constraint?" And then like he was like. <laughs> I don't want that rusty knife dead. <laughs> it was your grandfather's. <gasps> like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, kind of... I love this knife. <laughs> <laughs> it was not natural at all. But I, it was okay. They, yeah. they stay, it didn't stay like that. So it was just my first impressions. So I was just like, oh. But when they started fighting, I forgot about all of that. Because I'm a sucker for a good choreography. You put a good choreography in the film, I don't care what kind of story you got. <laughs> as long as some fight scenes on point. <laughs> yeah, those, those fight scenes were very well choreographed. And the camera work was so that... I understood what was happening because a lot of action movies are like shaking Transformers. it around. Yeah. <laughs> Transformers. They're like shaking it around. You don't know what the fuck is going on. You don't know who's punching where. Fun fact, if you take your cell phone, put it on a table with the back camera facing up and take a whole bunch of soup cans, put them on strings and dangle them, that's a Transformers movie. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you were giving us a life hack. Like, I was like, where are you going? Over, <laughs> dangle them over the camera. <laughs> And when you play it back, it's a Transformers movie. You're like, ooh, that's metal. How do, that's how they do the action scenes. One thing that I thought was, was really funny about Aquaman was every time a scene was kind of ending, was kind of like slowing down, an explosion happened. And then a fight oh, sequence. Oh, we forgot about that. We, were, we talked about that the whole movie. There Literally, like, like every time it was like kind of calming down, an explosion <laughs> In their face, and it'd be like from some random villain or out of nowhere, and it happened like six times. And it, we, it was like five or six. Yeah, on the third time, I was like, they're doing that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> then on the fourth time, we all laughed only Aro. On the I'm fifth like, time, we laughed even harder only I'm like, is this the only technology y'all have? It's just explosions. Surprise explosions. That's the only transition they y'all have. Don't, y'all don't have like scene. sleeper darts or like <laughs> something to take them out? Nah, they literally. And I and jumped at like three of them. I like. I watch scary movies for and the fun. One, the one that was in um, when they were in Sicily, that yeah. one literally happened near their head. Yeah, they blew up the statue. I they was, was trying like, to look through. They was like, this. "We found it." <laughs> there was there were so many explosions. I kind of want to go back so and count. And like, yeah, let's count. We're like part of me, it. part of me wishes we were cinema. <laughs> Explosion, ding. <laughs> Explosion. <laughs> I love Cinema Sins. If y'all listening, shout out to you guys. You guys are great. Invite us. Um, oh, man. <laughs> but well, speaking yeah. of Sicily, I really did enjoy the Sicily scene. Oh, that one shot? Well, or just the, it all in general? The, the whole thing in general. Yeah. Like, for me, that worked because, 
that was like the slow moment of the movie. And when they were talking about the movie back in like past interviews, they were like, you know, it's a little bit like Indiana Jones, but then you get a little bit like the rom-com stuff thrown mm. in. So I was like, where is this going to fit? But then once they get to Sicily, it's like, oh, so you have a scene with Mara and she gets like the bouquet of roses and she like eats the rose and <laughs> It's We're like, cute. why? It's, it's cute, but I'm like, I, don't know she's a fish. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. It's and like so, Diana. It's like it's funny how right. like the DC gives their like out of world, their otherworldly characters this sense of you know, ignorance about <laughs> Diana. And I like film. I like I like how Arthur like looked at her and he found it weird, but then he indulged her. And for me, that was like a moment where it was like you know. At least for Arthur, he felt himself like liking her. She was kind of quirky. And like you were saying, they spent all that time together. Not saying you're going to fall in love with a person over like three days. Yeah. But they spent time together and then he saw her and he was indulging her for her weirdness and whatever. Yeah. It was cool. I also like the little tomb raiding scene that they had when they were finding it. Oh, when he went. They were in the kingdom of the deserters. You could have just peed on it. I thought that was funny, honestly. Yeah. Like, because you could have, yeah, <laughs> you didn't lie. Like, she took a tiny little drop, the tiniest drop yeah, of sweat. She was guitaring the hell. You should watch Bloodbang, yo. <laughs> oh my god, but nah, she, she the whole water no. bender. No, it was good though. You know what I would have loved to see in Sicily was because, because like, I kind of I, I was kind of just over the whole concept of oh, you're gonna fall, fall in love in Europe because Europe is so beautiful and so strange. What I would have loved to see is is seeing like a connection between Poseidon and like the gods because they they kind of talked about the Greek gods and how they a they bit, forged yeah. the trident out of that and she would have been like oh do people worship the gods now you know do they still worship Poseidon and stuff and he's like no they worship this great king you know they worship this great author this great philosopher and it's like surface dwellers have more to offer than what they rely on on their gods and i think that could have shown that connection between mara thinking the surface world is just some other place to seeing them as people with like a history and important heroes in their own history that, that would have been interesting that yeah. would have been like i thought like that would add know, another 15 minutes <laughs> not necessarily add them you know what <laughs> Like they had that whole part with the statues and the hero and the king. Like they had to put the whole bottle in the king or whatever. And she was like, you know, your history. He could have explained, you know, like yeah, surface dwellers. We have a great history. We have a great people, and that could have shown that connection between Mara really falling in love with the surface world, other than just her playing around with a little kid. And then she's like, yeah, surface world is great because they played with a kid. I like that he knew about this stuff too. Like his dad kept his promise on keeping him up to date on his history. Yeah, so he and didn't have that weird like superhero moment of it's time you knew who you really are. <laughs> it's like you I know knew this I whole time and you didn't tell me that there's <laughs> underwater people. Yeah, and he let me swim in the ocean. Like Ew, his dad's a real one. And even though these aren't necessarily scenes, I like the transitions that happen throughout the movie. So oh, between his aging, between the aging and then just like the characters in general. So going when, back to when they needed to. So when him yeah. and Mara jumped down into the ocean pretty much the moment they hit the water it transitions and you see a teenage arthur with volko and they're like swimming i just i like stuff like that like i think yeah. the transitions worked really well in this movie yeah now there there was a scene that was like i think he was getting ready to fight orm mm-hmm. and then they transitioned to in the past when he was training with willem dafoe and then he get, he he discovers that his mother's been sacrificed and I think that was such an effective placement of a flashback scene because it puts into your mind his motivations. So it's like it's so raw for him in the flashback scene. And then you think presently it's still raw for him 
because you know it's such a big deal that his mother's been sacrificed. I think that was like a great use of a flashback to just get that character motivation, connect it back to what's happening now, and us as an audience understand where he's coming from and what he knows and what he wants to accomplish out of this. I was kind of wishing we got the same for Orm in terms of understanding where he was coming from. Yeah. I wish that we could have seen more of Orm and scenes of him as a child with Atlanta because it would have given us a dichotomy between how he was raised and how Arthur was raised. It would but have intensified the end scene. We too. would have we would have got yeah. more out of the relationship that they have with each other, but also their relationship with Atlanta. Because I'm assuming when she went back to Atlantis and she married and she had Orm, that she was such a very different person. Yeah, she was you probably know, unhappy. She was probably unhappy. She probably felt in prison. And it would have been interesting to see Nicole Kim and play two sides of one character. Yeah. You know, she's happy with with Arthur, but with Orm, she's like in prison. And that's what I was talking about with getting a little bit more in the movie. I would have really enjoyed just more. Like I would have sat through a two hour and 40 minute movie. If it meant <laughs> we got the full story. Director's cut. Release. I mean, now I would, like, do that too. Cut. If your movie good, I'll sit and watch it before I was. Mm. Well, that's what. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need a snack. <laughs> well, we were, I mean. Assuming that the movie is good, obviously. Yeah. Like I would sit yeah. I would sit and watch it if that meant that I'm getting the full story that you want to tell. Yeah, I wanna yeah. I would want the full stories. I'm I'm how long was the director's cut? Was there a director's cut? For Aquaman? We don't know yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, it hasn't yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well when we find out, I wanna watch I'm it. I'm hoping there is, because I'm sure he has more stuff yeah. that we didn't see. And it will fill in a lot of the holes because after y'all showed me that Justice League cut, was it Justice League? No, it was BBS. 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 After y'all showed me that BBS Child. <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> be hiding, <laughs> and that was that was even without Warner Brothers destroying the theatrical one. Yeah. But yeah, I would like to see a wand cut and <laughs> oh, oh, that final Aquaman shot. Y'all at the end of the movie when he jumped out the water. Oh, that oh, that shot. That is a shot. That, that in 3D. You imagine you could put that as a poster and just. That last shot was really good. I can't wait to see that in IMAX. That last shot was so good. My God. Aquaman's outfits entirely, probably because he has a nice figure, um, looked well. All of his... I'm hoping... (laughs) Even his male shirt. I'm hoping this becomes a trend for the DC movies to have that final hero shot. Because they did it in Wonder Woman. And they did it. Did here they? Yeah. Well, well that the end was when, memorable. I'm it wasn't for this one. I'm not, well, of course you're not going to remember that one because it was just her jumping off the... Uh, building to go fight oh right so it, it, it was kind of a hero right. shot with her jumping and then you have one three pause shot. frame like it was when he got out it was fast and he's i, was like, <laughs> I think with wonder it was, woman it was more like i think it was more in the clearly mix. lit and illuminated and it kind of looked like it fit more into the movie yeah so it was like okay we're gonna continue the scene but with this shot it was kind of like he's become a legend already and he's risen up yeah and they want him to become so he was kind of obscured and it was focused on so well the lighting was directly behind him so it was was so good i already i already loved the movie like just sitting there watching it all but that final shot was like the icing on the cake it like cemented somebody put strawberries on the corners (laughs) topped it off with whipped cream like it was it was really good that last shot was just amazing yeah i feel about the end credits it didn't really give anything like it wasn't really it wasn't really a lot as far as like end credits goes. I mean, it was just set up for the next movie. It, yeah, yeah, it was set up. Now that I was like, that's blatant set up. Like, okay, I guess. Like, yeah, but it's, it's better than like having Batman find a flash drive of heroes he needs to hunt down. You know, like they did in BVS. That wasn't this bad. Was, it, this was a better like 
kind of setup. It was post credit. You don't really have to see it. You don't gain much from it, and you don't gain much from not so watching. So you think it? they would have to see the flash drive part? Like a lot of people probably walked out. You did it. Would have need to see seen it. I don't think you. The- I, I don't. I don't know about the flash drive part. Like I don't think we needed to see them going through a montage of all those heroes. Or maybe they could have put that at the end of a credit scene or something. Because that's what it felt like, and that's what a lot of people complain about. With this, I think the setup. I didn't see like what they were setting up. I just knew they saw the doctor found black manta and they found the technology where like what's yeah how did, did he, he fall off the mountain he fell off of some mountain he got bullet and we didn't see him and then this scientist is in a rinky dink boat and like he's like oh look at that person in a floating he carried in the water. Him like what i don't, I don't know i don't i don't know how they did i don't that. know how they did that. i mean to me it was a okay yeah post credit scene i don't have a lot of issues with it it was just it was set up it's like yeah. the one for infinity war where you see the pager and it has captain marvel's logo it's right. like it, it, it's realize, cute yeah but you don't really get much out of it and, and you, you don't really have to stay after for it marvel but, has us yeah. whipped <laughs> they d- marvel has us whipped we're staying in a dc yeah. movie for post credit scenes like, how about they haven't even built up that type of thing how about, we just automatically assume how about we recently saw spider-verse a Sony animated property, <laughs> and we still stayed for the post credits. Wait, is there post credits? There wasn't. Post- I didn't watch. Yeah, there's post credits at the end. There's yeah. a post credit, but there wasn't one. Uh, there wasn't one at the end. End. Like, it's like you know, it's a mid credit scene. Yeah, it's just okay. So I could just no, there was a, there what there wasn't the, one at the end. End. Okay. It just went off the end. End. Because <laughs> 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 you know some of these Marvel movies, it's like mid credit scene. Yeah, it's after after the main after the main people post credit all of the credits. Something cute. Book and yeah. I kind of, I kind of check don't. under your chairs for another. Scene. I don't want DC to. <laughs> I don't want DC. Uh, yeah, I don't want but DC to do post credits. We're still gonna stay. I mean, yeah, we'll. Yeah, we can stay and talk. We're, we're, even we're, though we know they're not good, even if they make a statement, we're like we're not gonna do any more post credit scenes, and we're all still gonna stay to make sure. That, That's how whipped. No, we are. that man who was like working at the theater, he was like, "Hope y'all enjoyed the movie, <laughs> y'all." <laughs> He got us out of there. Like we stayed, we all being nerds stayed there for post credit scene. Susan went all, "Thank you for coming. Get your stuff. Make sure you throw your regular things away." He said, "You could put you- all your bags in the big trash can. <laughs> trash cans right here. Y'all get up and let's go." He's like, "Get out. We need to turn this over." Oh my gosh. Let's give some grades. Who wants to start? B. B. Yeah. Okay. Like Why? a solid eighty-five. Like it surpassed my expectations. Isn't a perfect movie to hit that A rank. Um, but I do think it was a very fun. I'll give it a B plus. Actually, it was a very fun movie that, that I can grade. see myself watching again. And as a comic book movie, I think it was amazing. As a, a as a storytelling, it was okay. <laughs> like it's very it, it hits a lot of cliches but i think it does an excellent job of bringing this character to the consciousness of the general audience and yeah it did a great job could have done a little bit better with the dialogue uh oh we didn't talk about the soundtrack but i thought the soundtrack was trash the score was, it was great. very trash the score was nice but the soundtrack was trash. the soundtrack so, itself so like the yeah the pitbull song that they that chose. was so out of place well, to be fair, it wasn't really a soundtrack. They only had two songs. Yeah, but in still, the movie. they chose to put it in the movie. It's part of the movie's <laughs> legacy. So the track so, placement was yeah. not. It's not even the track itself. 
It's just, should have been omitted. But see, I laughed yeah. at the pit bull scene because it just but looked, like, it looked like a L'Oreal commercial. Because <laughs> like, it was supposed to be kind of funny. But then the Black Manta scene, they had another song in the background. Yeah, that, that was really also really like, annoying. It really like, took me out. I was the, like, that's the one I noticed the most. I was like, all right, this I didn't really pay attention to the Black Manta one. I just paid attention to the L'Oreal commercial in my mind. And I guarantee you that's going to get laughs in a theme. In the theaters. I Is hope it? they laugh. <laughs> it, People it, dry it, as hell. They quiet. Prime? Are you sure they're Prime members? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Aquaman. Ma, yeah. what was your... B plus. You said your... Why would you give it a B plus? For the same reasons, honestly. It was a nice, fluid film. Again, mm-hmm. the fighting, superb. And I will not say it enough. <laughs> fighting was very superb. The story was straightforward. I do will say I did like their journey. Yeah, I yeah. did feel like they came a long way from beginning to end, and that is really good that you feel that. It gave me a real video game vibe feel, and I love video games, and I love a video game that tells a good story. And this felt like a video game that told a good story, but a movie version. You know, it's just like here's what we need to do, here's where we need to get to. Obstacle, 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 success. Obstacle, obstacle, obstacle. Success. It was, it was that. That was the kind of formula it went along. So that's what I liked about it. Uh, most of the characters, literally all of the characters, and literally all the characters except for Black Manta. I, I, I really didn't like his character too much. But it's not necessarily his fault. I mean, it was just a, it was just a good movie. It was a really good movie, good middle movie. B B plus, good job. Yeah, I think I would give it a B plus. Like I was tearing between B plus and A minus, but really I was only thinking of A minus because the visuals are so great. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you yeah. gotta you gotta take into account the story and like everything you else. So like the visuals. Yeah, even though they're and amazing. so the visuals were amazing. It's very sad that it got snubbed at the Oscars. But anyway, yeah, I gave it a B plus. I think it was a very good movie. Yeah, and I think this movie did a great job in giving us the first Aquaman movie, but also showing us what they have in store for sequels. Right. Yeah. Well, and they, I'm, I'm they, fine. This is also like the, the, they, Every time DC comes up with a movie, they increase their their range, what they can do versus what people think they can't do. Right. You know, this is like this is what I can do. This is what we can produce as a DC movie. Like if you told X anybody a couple years ago, what do you think about DC? Ah, oh, trash. But 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 they just produced this this great eye popping film. So I I like that this is the direction they're going. I like this is what they can do, and they're showing people, hey, don't sleep on us. We know what we're doing, or we know what we're trying to do. <laughs> Because so, they didn't yeah. know what they were doing ever. <laughs> so yeah, I gave it a B plus. I think it was great. And I didn't really see it as a setup movie. I just saw it as like, hey, we have one story we want to tell, but there's stuff in the future. Yeah, they said yeah. they said if you want to come back for more. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was great. How would oh. you guys rank this movie with all the DC movies that came starting with Man of Steel? So we have Oh jeez. Man of Steel. <laughs> I gotta remember all of them. Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad. Wonder Woman, Justice League, and Aquaman. Aquaman is definitely in the top two. I mean, Suicide Squad's definitely in the bottom. Okay. So we'll start there. <laughs> uh, the just to start there, between... Suicide Squad and Justice League are yeah. they're at the bottom for me. We, like, we, yeah, we already got them out of the contention. So it's really between Man of Steel, BBS, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. I'm only messing with the top two, and that's okay. between Wonder Woman and Aquaman, which one I want to put over the other. Honestly, I'm going to give the edge because since I'm such a... I, I, I atone this to my my watching Kung Fu movies <laughs> through my life. I'm a I'm a serious sucker for a good choreography. So I think we'll put Aquaman over one of them because I think its fight direction or its action direction was way more in tone with my personal taste than Wonder Woman was. Wonder mm-hmm. Woman was great. I do love Diana and her jumping across the screen. I had to be in a bad bitch, but <laughs> Mary was also a bad bitch and I had Aquaman as well. So <laughs> everybody in that movie was a bad bitch. Chris Pine was just in a, in a plane and uh, Aquaman Aquaman Wonder Woman BBS Man of Steel Mm -hmm. because of the director's cut 
So you like BVS more than Man of Steel? That's interesting. Because of the director's Yeah, I think I, I think I'm the same. Except I would I think I would put Wonder Woman above Aquaman because I, I I'm trying to think about how Wonder Woman made me feel and then how Aquaman made me feel and then it's just like Aquaman is so recent, you know. So I don't want to have that bias that like Aquaman is so recent. It's the thing that I just saw, so it's the thing I'm most I'll excited about. I'll see it a second about. time, so we'll see. Yeah. So if I watch Wonder Woman, I don't know. I don't know if I can rank them. Um. Yeah, I would I would put them against each other and just have that tie. Like if I can't have a tie, I'll, I'll put them there. I I will say Aquaman made me really excited for superhero movies, where other superhero movies made me feel tired. Like Marvel. yeah, <laughs> Marvel makes me tired now. Ant like Man, honestly, like when I watched Ant Man and the Wasp afterwards, I was like, Am I just getting old? Am I just not <laughs> into this? Like, is this just and not it was, for and me? Like, Ant Man versus the Wasp wasn't even bad. It, it wasn't was even really bad. good. And it when I left like, or. Sorry, any of the past three Marvel movies. When I left, I'm just like, <sighs> I, I yeah. sigh. I'm just like, what's the next one? Like, how many yeah. have there been? Like, 17? 19. <laughs> I thought it was 20. Like. <laughs> Kept, I think Captain Marvel's the 20th one. Yeah. Listen, let me tell you. Marvel has literally like been shoving them down our throats. And I'm, they're making money. They make okay movies. They're, they're really good now. But you they, definitely yeah. set a level for yourself. Like, you need to. They do Let's them. take a break. Baby, I need stuff like Baby Driver. I need stuff like I just need more movies. Yeah. Like we get a couple of those little stragglers that we really want to see, but it doesn't happen that much. Like look how hard we had to convince people to see Widows, and it was a good movie. Where do Wakanda people? Yikes! <laughs> little side tidbit. No, 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 no. We're not going there. Not yet. Not yet. Just a side tidbit. All y'all Wakandians, where y'all at for this Spider-Man movie? All right, it was really good. It had a lot of True. black concepts. Like I'm telling you. <laughs> so what, what's your ranking for the the DC movies? Because you had this list ready. <laughs> well, because I had already thought about it. Yeah. I feel like for me, of course, Suicide Squad and the Justice League cut the WB put out is at the bottom <laughs> for me. Until if they ever do a Snyder cut, then I'll readjust my list <laughs> once I see it. But for me, so I already know that Aquaman is tied with Wonder Woman for me. Because I feel like both those movies have certain flaws, but what they have in flaws, they make up for in other areas. Aquaman is more action-packed. Wonder Woman is action-packed, but you don't get that much action. You get more like, resolved. You get more yeah. resolved than the action with Wonder Woman. Yeah. And with Wonder Woman, she's pretty much like fighting Ares, just the one god. But with Aquaman, you're fighting- <laughs> A lot of You're fighting Orm. You're fighting Orm, and then you have like the entirety of Atlantis. Yeah. You know? And not saying they were fighting against them, but like Aquaman has the grander scope, but Wonder Woman has the better character depth- and the slower moment. So like you guys were saying mm. with Arthur and Mira and how you couldn't really believe their relationship towards the end. I believe the relationship between Diana and Steve because yeah, that was that that they that movie yeah, they that movie, it, it really grew. Yeah, yeah. And so it was interesting because it's like, you know, there are two characters in each movie and you only have one movie with them, but one relationship in one movie feels more real or more authentic than another one, I would say. And not saying like Arthur and Mara weren't authentic, but I didn't feel Arthur and Mara like I did Diana and Steve. Yeah. So I think Wonder Woman really has the great moments there. Whereas with Aquaman, you really get that action that I kind of wanted in Wonder Woman because she's such a warrior, but I could have used a little bit more. And so those are tied for me. And since those are tied, I did say they were a little below Man is Still and BBS for me, just because I like character pieces and I liked exploring the different characters that 
they had. I just like character pieces. And I think that's why I like Warner Soldier too, because that really took Captain America and put him in a new angle where he had to like face those tough decisions and you know, work his way through it. I mean, those are better. Like, Spider-Man 2 is a character piece in it. Yeah, yeah. Be- Spider-Man 2 is a character piece. Like so I, I feel like... going to be revered as a very good comic book movie. I yeah. feel like for me, when it comes to superhero movies, I really like the ones that are character pieces. And even though I loved Aquaman, it was very straightforward. You know, the story wasn't, like, overly complicated, and it didn't need to be. It's something I'll definitely rewatch. But I wish I could have gotten a little bit more in terms of depth. And so that's why my ranking is the way it is. And so I have that list, but I mean, I have another list where all of them are equal on like the same playing field. Yeah. Mm. And so that's where I am with that. It was a good movie. That was a really good movie. Yeah. All right. So that is the end of the review, everyone. We hope you enjoyed it. So we're going to go on a hiatus, but we will be back in 2019. Hope you guys have a good rest of the year and we will see you again. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you liked today's episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe to the show to get the latest updates. We also encourage feedback and comments, so feel free to drop them wherever you're listening to us. And be sure to check out our Twitter and NerdSpicePod to find the show on other platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. We hope to hear from you soon.